eyes that seemed to take up half their faces. They were beaming as Father Gallagher and Mother Jerome said their blessings over Anne-Marie. After Anne-Marie, Peggy Rourke's trim, taut form was a living crucible stretched out on the cloth. Peggy's calling was the envy of every thirteen-year-old girl. The Blessed Virgin Mary had actually appeared before her, clad in a shimmering blue robe and bearing a bouquet of white roses. That this vision had occurred in the days following Peggy's mother's death made it all the more awe-inspiring. Wherever she went, Peggy seemed to carry with her a faint but somehow pervasive scent of roses. Though it hadn't escaped Jerry's notice that in her humble insistence on always being the last in line, taking the smallest portion, and assuming the hardest task, Peggy succeeded only in drawing more attention to herself. Under the white cloth that covered her from head to toe, Jerry could see her trembling. She felt oddly reassured. If Peggy Rourke, their resident Bernadette, had butterflies, then who was she to question her own faith? It's not just nerves, and you know it, another more sinister voice whispered in her head, a voice that spoke the truth, for her belly seemed hotly alive, not with butterflies, but with a buzzing swarm of bees. Jerry raised her eyes to the carved reredos over the tabernacle, at the center of which, crudely applied to wood with mineral colors and cactus juice by some long-forgotten artisan, was a painting of Jesus on the cross, heart displayed like a medallion on his chest. When she was little, she'd misread Sacred Heart as Scared Heart until Sister Alice set her straight in front of the whole class her first year of catechism to the tittering delight of her classmates. Yet it seemed appropriate somehow. How could Jesus not have been scared? He'd been human, after all, a man with doubts and fears, a man who might even have given in to the occasional temptation. Jerry grew lightheaded, swaying on legs gone watery as the thing she'd pushed to the back of her mind came bursting forth. You're a liar and a hypocrite, scolded the waspish voice in her head. And you have the gall to stand here, pretending to be worthy of the vows you're about to take. It wasn't as if her mother and sisters hadn't tried to warn her. Mavis, who'd remained dry-eyed throughout Jerry's father's funeral five years before, had wept when her youngest daughter had announced she was going into the convent. Even Sam, her best friend Sam, who rarely raised her voice, had shouted that she'd be a racehorse shackled to a plow. As usual, Jerry hadn't listened, even when her own inner voice chimed in. Such doubts were normal, she knew. And how could she ignore this pull? But something had happened along the way. She'd sinned. Not like the sins whispered in the confessional, doubts and small lapses, a word spoken out of turn. But one so deep and dark she'd told no one. Not even dear, good-hearted Sister Agnes. For the novice mistress would have been duty-bound to bring it to the attention of Mother Jerome, who'd have immediately summoned Jerry to her office. That's not all, she'd have been forced to tell them. There's more. But a missed period didn't necessarily mean anything, did it? It wasn't the first time she'd skipped a month, and was probably the result of not eating enough to keep a bird alive, as her mother would have said. 
Hadn't Sister Agnes warned that fasting could interrupt the cycle and even bring on nausea? But what if it was something else? Something she didn't dare voice, not even to herself. Jerry felt it start to take shape, the murky brown fear in the back of her mind, and was swept with a chill that blew through her like a Norse wind. She rocked back on her heels, taking slow, even breaths until the buzzing lightness in her head receded and she could trust her legs to remain steady. Close to her heart, where she'd once felt the warmth of God's love, there was only emptiness. How could he love her in the face of what she'd done? Even with her head lowered, she became acutely aware of Father Gallagher's eyes on her. But when she at last dared meet his gaze, it passed through her as if she were invisible. An icy bolt shot through Jerry's heart.